I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, December 2nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Brett, it's that time of year again. Do you know what time of year it is? It's my favorite time of year. I look forward to this every year. I saw it today. I saw it drop, and I immediately put my AirPods in at the office and watched it with full attention because uh, it's Spotify wrapped season. It is, and that means we're going to find out what we, you and I, are listening to the most. Can I make a prediction, Jay? I think there's going to be some crossover here. I, I think more crossover than people might think. I think there will be zero crossover. No, no. Well, we'll see. Jay, you go first. <laughs> top, top five artists. Let me just say that I share a Spotify account with a family of four, ages 7, 12, and two people well, in their 40s. Why don't 40s. you just so, give them a separate profile? Because <laughs> this is way more fun. Okay. And I'm not sure they all listen. I, I, I will admit to listening to a bunch of this. Top artist of the year on my Spotify wrapped, Olivia Rodrigo. Number two, Fish. Number three, Taylor Swift. Number four, Drake. Number five, Grateful Dead. See, I knew, I told you, Jay, I knew there'd be more crossover than than you thought. What I will say, though, is it really does reflect that you share with your family. It, yes. it spans multiple generations. Okay, my top five, number one, Drake. Number two, Taylor Swift. Number three, Casey Musgraves. Number four, Phoebe Bridgers. And number five, Olive Rodrigo. I told you, more crossover. Yes, my top five songs, it is a clean sweep from Olivia Rodrigo. See, that is concerning. It is? <laughs> well, it's uh, good for you, driver's license, deja vu, jealousy, jealousy, enough for you. Is enough for you at yeah. Rodrigo's I'm not yeah. going to go through mine because there are some deep cuts in there, but my number one most listened to song was Fair Trade, which was very on brand for Lover you. Boy. It's a great track. I remember when it first came out, I was in Nashville. And I just put it on. I just put it on repeat, and it's been it's been playing ever since. Speaking on repeat, how many minutes did you listen in the past year? Well, yeah, that's another good one. So I'm I'm interested in what you. It's not fair if you have a family listening to your account, but yeah. mine is at twenty four thousand six hundred thirty nine minutes, which actually, based on what I've been seeing around, is not that high. I think it is high because our total is thirty two thousand nine hundred eleven. And you got a family. Yeah, we listen a lot. Yeah, I guess I am high then. I don't know. I'm like, I love, I live for music, Jay. What can I say? Well, the final, the final thing included is the top genre. What is your top genre? <laughs> well, that's the most embarrassing one. Dance pop. <laughs> What's we yours? do not have overlap there. <laughs> this might be just as embarrassing. Jam band. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that we have so much to learn from each other in the next year. Brett, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, Shaken and Stirred. For our second story, Fusion Frenzy. And for our third story, New Clue. For our first story, Canada's telecom regulator said it's introducing new tech to reduce spoofing. Brett, I hope that doesn't mean what I think it means, but what is the CRTC doing? Well, spoofing, Jay, is much more PG than I, wherever your head's at. A spoofing or robocalls occurs when callers disguise their identities using fake phone numbers to make calls. These numbers look real, but they're usually scammers. I think everyone listening will be familiar with these because believe it or not, a quarter, 25% of all calls in Canada are this type of spam. And in my case, duck cleaning, that's a thing of the past. Now I get a lot of robodials that are recorded in Mandarin Chinese, which I do not understand. And so it's very odd. And the CRTC, the said regulator, is doing something about it. They're deploying a technology called Shaken Stir, which is a weird tech name, which will indicate on your phone if a number is being spoofed or not. So while you'll still get spam calls, Brett, and they might be in Mandarin, you should be able to identify real numbers for fake numbers, which we think is a pretty big improvement of the current state of affairs. But why should people else care about having their phones shaken and stirred? Well, Jay, I agree that it's a good step forward, but but I am very skeptical that this is going to last long. You know, while you will be able to identify 
those spam calls now. I just have this feeling that these shifty scammers are going to find ways around this. And I bet you in a year from now, they'll just be able to get normal numbers and it'll be like it is today. And, and you know, we'll be able to we'll be able to identify the two. So your prediction is that spoofing will continue well into 2022. That, that is my big prediction. That's my big prediction for the year. Yeah, exactly. For our second story, BC-based General Fusion, one of the world's leading nuclear fusion companies, raised $130 million. Jay, we talk a lot about fusion, but let's give the Peak Pals a quick refresher. Well, there's a good reason we talk about it. So some background. Nuclear fusion is the same reaction that powers the sun. It's something scientists have been working to generate for clean energy. It's basically nuclear energy like we have today, but produces way less waste and is far safer than current technologies. And scientists think that fusion could be a total game changer for the world, providing the holy grail, if you will, of super cheap and super abundant electricity for all. And Canada's General Fusion, NBC, is a world leader in all of this. In 2019, General Fusion raised the first half of this $130 million round, which included investors like Toby Lutka of Shopify and Jeff Bezos of Amazon. And now they've closed the rest. In total, they've raised over $300 million with backing from the governments of Canada, the United States, and Britain. The CEO, Christopher Mowry, says that they're going to use this funding to build a demonstration plant to prove it can produce power at scale. This plant will be based in Britain, where he says they have the top fusion talent. So, Jay, all of this sounds pretty exciting. Why should Peak Pals really care about what General Fusion is doing? Well, Mowry says that fusion should be the vaccine of climate change, and that's a big statement, but he's probably right. And what's really exciting to see is that a Canadian company is at the forefront of this revolution in energy, even if the first plant is going to be across the pond. For our last story, we're going back to Vancouver to talk about Clue. They raised $62 million from investors, including Tiger Global. Brett, this is even more BC content for the day. What's going on with Clue? Okay, so founded in 2015, Clue makes an AI-powered platform that helps companies learn more, you know, air quotes around that. Right. Sounds, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but it sounds like spying. <laughs> learn more about their competitors. It's primarily used by sales and marketing teams to increase the number of deals they can close because if they have information about who their competitors are working with and what they're doing, then they're better equipped to take these calls. What's really impressive is how the company has seen 2,418% growth from 2017 to 2020. That's like GameStop last year numbers. The round was led by VC fund Tiger Global, and you might have heard of them before. This is the third deal they've done in Canada over the past six months. I think we've talked about all three on the Peak Daily. Their MO is that they do a ton of diligence on a company before even reaching out. And once they do, they're almost immediately ready to invest. So a lot of analysts think Tiger's investment makes Clue stand out from their competitors. And Clue plans to use their new influx of cash to fuel expansion into Europe and to Asia. So Brett, why should Peak Pals get a Clue? I've noticed that every company says the same thing about how they're going to use their money, expansion into Europe and Asia. But beyond Clue itself, the quantity and the pace of deals that Tiger is doing in Canada is really setting them apart and potentially even out-competing local investors who traditionally lead these deals. So it'll be interesting to see how the Canadian VC landscape shakes out. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, I feel like we got a good glimpse into your listening habits today. You got a good glimpse into my psyche today, Jay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Have a good day. You too.